Greetings. Murder and ghosts. Where are you at? Adams. A podcast about truth. Here. Invites you to enjoy the show. Where are you? It just called us douchebags. We gotta get out of here. Murder and Ghosts in This Life and the Life Ever After. Murder and Ghosts is a podcast detailing true life murderous accounts and the paranormal activity that surrounds them. Host John and Cassandra lead you on a unique journey into the dark and troubling reality of humanity gone wrong and the spiritual effects that linger. Join Murder and Ghosts in this life and the life ever after. And welcome to the next exciting episode of Murder and Ghosts. I'm John. I'm Cassie. And tonight's episode, whoa, hey, I just bumped into my microphone. Hey, microphone, nice to see you. <laughs> Good evening, microphone. Got to look close. <laughs> we just want to be closer to our listeners. <laughs> I just rattled your ear. Tonight's case is Joanne, is it, it's Roman, Ro- Romaine, Roman, Romaine. Romaine. Well, okay, I, would, I did go back. I will, I will cop to the fact that I watched the Unsolved Mysteries on this, and it is Romaine. Okay, great. The lettuce, yeah. I might have mispronounced it a couple times in the in the Ghost Bucks, but I tried to get Romaine in there because that's what I settled on. Yeah, I wasn't sure either, so I was glad that I watched it because I was like, I don't want to sound, you know, I don't want to get it wrong, so I, I double-checked. But, yeah, it's Romaine. Before we get into our new story, I, I just wanted to say that I had a feeling about this case going into it mm-hmm. because the fact that it was relatively new and the other ones that we have done have been had some age to them on purpose yes and so i i, I was wondering what would this be like is it gonna do they have to be there for a long time to understand how to, this works in the process is, is this shorter amount of time going to affect how they communicate or their ability to communicate mm-hmm. and man was i wrong well, was it you that sent me that TikTok of that woman who had that near-death experience? Yes. And she basically instantly understood? Yes. So I wonder if that's the case. She was everywhere. She immediately was just everywhere, and she just understood. Yeah, like she said, if you're curious about it, you just instantly know everything. Yeah. And yeah, anyway, so I guess to answer your question, I, don't, I haven't heard your ghost box recordings, but it sounds like you just instantly know everything. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the feeling that I'm getting also. Oh, I'm so excited because I've had people who listen come to me and be like, do you know what they're going to say prior? And I'm like, no, I'm just as new to this as you are every single episode. Like I don't I purposefully don't want to know. Yeah, so I'm, I cannot wait. That's cool. And I'm trying a little different format tonight the way I did this. So hopefully the presentation, we'll see if it if it, um, it works or if I need to make some more tweaks to it. Oh, I'll get some feedback. I for sure will get feedback, so I'll let you know. Excellent. I have a couple of people that religiously listen, so thank you guys. You know who you are. I appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, we definitely do. And I like to hear the feedback, too, because sometimes they're like, well, I could hear the ice in your glass. And I'm like, well, crap. So now I have a plastic <laughs> plastic cup tonight. We're good. Um. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to be honest. I try to catch them in the in the post-edit, mm-hmm. and sometimes I can hear myself swallowing when I'm drinking my water. I'm like, holy man. Dude, there was an episode a couple of weeks ago where I had like a coughing fit, and we didn't edit that out, so <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
We're keeping it real, man. Why not? Nice and unedited. So the news, I have three really awesome stories, but do you want to go first? No, you go, you do one first. Okay, I'm going to go um, from the one I picked the first, the first case I picked, <clears throat> is an update. We have been religiously talking about Robert Durst for some yeah. ungodly reason, um, maybe because he's insane, allegedly, and that's going to be like my punchline anytime I talk about it. It's a legend, but... It broke yesterday that he was charged, finally charged, in the murder of his first wife, Kathy. And that took place in 1982. I cannot wait to hear the evidence they had that they're going to go ahead and and charge him with. I wonder if it's circumstantial or do they got some hard evidence? I don't. I mean, it's been so long with nothing and everybody knew they must have come up with something solid. I wonder if they can come up with a psychological profile that says, okay, he's done X, Y, and Z, and so we can connect X, Y, and Z, and then here we go. I would pay money to read his psych profile. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. So this charge in his in the murder of his first wife came seriously days after he was sentenced to life imprisonment for killing Susan Berman back in 2000. That had to have something to do with it. Well, she was sort of a confidant of his, and so it may have, I'm going to guess, perhaps may have come up that, you know, he admitted something to her about it, and maybe that's why he killed her. Something along those lines is my uneducated but slightly educated guess. Right. Um, so finally, it sounds like like he's just running downhill and a boulder's chasing. It's finally catching up with him. He's getting life imprisonment. He's getting charged in the murder, finally, of his first wife. So I'm... Curious to see how this turns out. However, comma, according to his attorneys, he's hospitalized right now in Los Angeles because he tested positive for COVID and they're saying he's currently ventilated. So that's not looking good. No, and we may not see an end to this because if he doesn't come off ventilation, then we're not going to. The case gets dropped. There's there's nothing to charge. DA's office isn't releasing anything currently about this um, charge, the first wife, until they select the grand jury. So we're all in the dark depending on how he does. And I'm sure there's so many other cases that we'll never find out about. Exactly. Oh, yeah, because he, again, we keep talking about him. We keep talking about how he kills everybody he comes in contact with just about, like... There's not a time period in his life that doesn't show up with the dead body that he murdered. So Yes, exactly. And that's the Durst update. We need a sound clip for that. <laughs> uh, do, I, I sent you that TikTok of that sheriff, right? Yes. Okay. Someday, I don't know if you have it ready. If not, that's cool. We will eventually incorporate it because I was like, this is genius. Um, <laughs> second Maybe news I story. can edit, post-edit it into this episode. Oh, please do if you can because I was laughing my, and I don't want you to edit me so my behind. I was laughing my behind off the other night. <laughs> but this is perfect. I can't um, believe you just said that. <laughs> behind. So, oh, <laughs> Okay, my second story is an update, which is we've not covered the the laundry case, um, mainly because everybody else is covering it. And exactly. Like, there's no point. Like it's old news by the time you listen to our podcast. I guess. I mean, it's, as soon as I saw it, and the next time we recorded an episode, this story had already just exploded. So it's like, yeah, okay, there's really no point in talking about this because yeah, it's mean, just everywhere already. If you follow true crime, you know about Brian Laundry. So there we go. But they did they did locate his body yesterday. Um, it was, uh, I had to be identified using dental records, so it was extremely decomposed. Okay, I have to be honest and tell you, when I heard them say that, I sat and pondered for a moment and I thought, 
Okay, they know somebody who's a dentist. They went and took out all of his teeth, mm-hmm. and they found a corpse and stuck his teeth into the corpse, and Junior's off gallivanting somewhere. I'm sorry, that's just what I thought. I just, I just, something inside me said, I just, he just went, I'm curious about how he died. I don't, well, if he's skeletonized, which is what everything I read kind of implied, they're not going to be able to find out exactly what happened to him. Super suspicious. And I don't think I sent it to you, but I saw this TikTok, which granted it's TikTok, but it was like a drone footage overhead of his parents' garden. Yeah, I saw that too. it kind of looked like the hand was coming out from under the flower bed, and I'm yes. like, oh, he's in a bunker. But apparently, apparently, he, they, they found his body. So um, I really wish that like it would cooler than i wish that he was in a bunker somewhere just because the story is like riveting but supposedly your meat sack melts off that fast well here's the thing with that it was found in an area that they'd already searched but because of the weather there was flooding going on and so now everything the weather's better the flooding's dried up they were able to locate him so in a waterlogged you know outdoor in the elements it's possible to be that decomposed um, but with him, here's the thing. They found a backpack. They found a notebook. They found a dry bag, and they found some clothing. The notebook was not in the dry bag. So they're working on drying out the notebook to find out what he wrote in it to see if it leads to any answers about what happened to Gabby. In or if case. it was a suicide note. Or if it was a suicide note, yeah. That was my first thought. So we'll see. I mean, again, with every freaking case. that I said freaking. You don't have to edit me. What? Every f- Freaking <laughs> case, though. If you edit me, it sounds worse because I said freaking. Um, <laughs> every case we're talking about that's current news, we have to wait for an update. So we'll wait another week, see what happens. Yeah, just to get some more information on the creep. How about you? I got one more, but I want to hear yours first. Okay, what I got here is I got a little bit of twist on a bit of murder story here. Garland police seeking help to solve a 2017 murder of a 20-year-old woman. This coming from the Dallas Morning News, officers found Jocelyn Sabia Marlon with a gunshot wound in the front in her front yard uh, of her home in the front yard of her home on October of 2017. Uh, the Garland Police Department is seeking the public's help to solve a four-year-old murder case. Just before 1:30 a.m. on October 20, 2017, Garland Police responded to a reported shooting in the 900 block of East Linda Drive. Um, So they went there, they found her, they took her to the Baylor Medical University, and she died. Um, They had a surveillance video that showed that there was uh, two men in a small passenger vehicle that uh, passed by, and they're asking for anybody who has information that could help solve this four-year-old murder case. So they're saying it's drive-by. Yes, there was. Well, I don't know if they were walking. There, it was the the. the I believe that uh, this surveillance of two men and and a small car. So it led oh, me to okay. believe that they were that they were outside of the vehicle at some point. Gotcha. Well, hopefully they're able to round up some tips on it. I mean, even yeah. though it's been four years, clearly they can solve a eighty-two murder case. So there's hope for this. This you know case. what? With that in mind, before we get on to any more stories, mm-hmm. there have been so many stories recently about um, cold cases being solved with DNA. It just keeps popping up and popping up. 
daily it's like wow this is just seems like a the floodgates are opening because they found something man and they're just going after it well and and not that it's necessarily tied because i've looked into it and just by submitting your dna to ancestry for example it doesn't put you on the you know on the, the radar to have your stuff tested but it sounds like the more people are submitting their dna it seems like these dna cases are being solved now yeah well there is a couple of organizations that do that do allow the police access to the database. Which isn't a bad idea. No. I mean, if you have something to hide, then, you know, maybe don't submit your DNA. But then you well, can't it, help it. it may not even be you submitting it. It may be so, a family member. And yeah. I've, I've, I've heard those where the family member submits and well, they're able to match half and say, okay, we can go yeah. from there. They were able to solve Golden State with family member DNA. Yeah, so. exactly. That was the first one that started it. And then after that, it just seemed to snowball. Which is fantastic, really. It's... I mean, it's, t- it's a touchy area when it comes to privacy, but at the same time, it's there's a really beneficial thing coming out of it, so. Incredibly. Yeah, I, I don't blame the people who go, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna go ahead and submit my DNA. I don't blame them, I understand. However, I'm like, thank goodness for the people that do because we're finally getting justice on some of these old cases. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, your update is like on that one, the police are just looking for leads, right? There's Yeah, so just looking for leads. And so I, I saw it and I said, why not put it out there that it's not going to hurt and it, it could have the potential to help. So I said, go with it. I'm going to live propose this and you can totally shoot it down. But what if we cover every week just a, one of those? Because there's plenty of them. Hey, if you've heard anything about this, if you know anything about this particular case, and not a lot of info on it absolutely consider it because i mean something good could come out of it absolutely okay and well, just and, and well, the episode the episode is always there for somebody to pick up at any point in time so it doesn't even have to be right when we're doing it it's it's right. there for the longevity well anymore you can say a single word in apple and it transcribes it and it will pick up in the search so yeah, yeah for sure hey i have one more story mm-hmm. and it just it's feeding off the one we just just talked about okay this uh chicago sun times Arrest made a nearly 30-year-old murder of woman strangled with a sweater in Niles YMCA. First off, that takes a lot of determination to strangle somebody with a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> that Especially was personal. Ca- cashmere sweater? Come on now. <laughs> a cashmere sweater? My goodness. They really would like to do that. Wow. So what happened? DNA evidence was used in the investigation that led to the murder. I'm sorry, led to murder, murder charges uh, against Richard J. Sisto. He's 72 years old. In the 1992 strangulation of Helen K. Cardwell. I think he thought he got away with it. I would think so. I, part of me wants to go neener, neener. Like, <laughs> serves you right. So wow. basically, I just the, the headline was, was the grabber. There's just some the minor details, and they don't give mm-hmm. much information. They're just about where the murder was, and who was involved in wow you know for every big case that gets covered all over every podcast and every 24-hour news station there's hundreds of other cases like the cashmere sweater lady that just fall into the cracks to nowhere yeah yeah that's part of the reason we pick such old obscure cases for this i think because why not give give them daylight the light of day again yeah i mean not everybody gets the publicity of like madeline mccain or mccann um, or Lacey Peterson. I mean, they're they're perfect media storms anymore, which it's good that they're getting the coverage, but there's so many others that don't. At so. the bottom of the page on that Chicago Sometimes uh, 
article that I read. So I'm mm-hmm. scrolling down. Next up in crime, uh, five wounded in Southside shooting. No bail for Marquette Park couple charged with murdering two-year-old. I'm like, oh, my God. Come on. Like, I want off this planet. I just, I'm like, I am not clicking that link. What the hell? There should Seven, be like a... 17-year-old boy killed in Gresham shooting. Police released description of car wanted for critically injuring pedestrian in Chicago lawn hit and run. Facebook sneaker page spawned St. Louis Chicago gun trafficking network. Okay, say. Now, now is the time for you to insert that audio. Eat a moon pie, drink some 7-Up, and quit murdering people. My God. Just stop. I, I'm, I'm, are we really that barbaric? Are we, are we really... That, Going back, I'm looking back to the to the medieval times when when that's all they did was just just murdered and raped and pillaged from town to town to sack whatever gold and silver they could. And it's just is really that the best we are? You would hope not, but it sounds if you only focus on the news like that's what we're best at, which is terrible. And I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, and so when when I I know what downtown was like, and so when I see things today, and I'm, I I made the analogy today, and so I'm like. I'm picturing Chicago equals Grand Theft Auto. I'm yeah. just like, uh, it's not much different. Do you remember a couple of years ago, I was on this kick where I was researching projects in certain cities, and I'm like, do you remember Cabrini Green? And you're like, yes. Hello. It sounds like, honestly, anymore, everywhere has a touch of that kind of feel to it. Yeah. It, it's terrifying. It's it's if you If you put it in a picture, it... it it, to visualize it, the, the the projects were just 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 I don't the intent I don't I think the intent was a good intent but the the execution of it was was not very well, and they were just terrible places for people and it was just I we would drive by them going from the suburbs up into the city and you would look and it just it didn't make sense. Well, I and, went down a rabbit hole honest to God for like months and I don't know why the general consensus was that you're not paying these people enough to survive therefore they turn to organized crime to make it because they have to yes yes. so the reason it became so bad was because they couldn't afford to make a better life for themselves and you can connect those dots to what's going on currently maybe that's the reason why we're doing so poorly as a society because everybody's struggling so hard not making any headway. But anyway, sorry, I did interrupt you. But you were saying no. like, you, you drove by and it was just, you just knew. like Yeah, it was, yeah, you could just tell. I mean, it's nothing like we anything we understood. It's like, and you do, from the time you're a small child until you, you know, you're able to understand when you're in, in your teens. And it's, 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 you look with curiosity, like uh, trying to understand. At least for me, the way I think is just trying to to wrap my head around it and, and put it into perspective and I couldn't because I didn't have anything to compare it to. It just was what it was and it was way different than what you were used to. Yes. Well, it was a different socioeconomic time and I would say more of what was once the middle class is now closer to those sort of dire straits and that perhaps explains the uptick in crime, maybe, maybe. <laughs> uptick in crime, we better get back to that. <laughs> I mean, like, uh... I mean, I, honestly, we're going to take it aside for just a split second. Um, gas is like over $3 a gallon. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> no wonder people are stealing. I just heard it was 8 bucks in California. What? Yeah. 
Oh, I believe it. I believe it. That's disgusting. I'm, I'm shocked, like, and, I, and I think that you know, in the, in the Middle East, it's still twenty-five cents a gallon. Well, yeah, <laughs> if that. Oh. So I think we found our answer in a very roundabout way. Shit's, excuse me, it's getting worse. What? what? <laughs> it's getting worse because I mean everything is unaffordable anymore. That is one demerit. Oh, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Go ahead, bleep me. I'll take it. It's not a bleep. It's a bloop. Bloop. <laughs> <laughs> Keith was like, I was listening and he edited you. I'm like, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I have one last news story. We're we're tangenting bad today. Let's do it. This one is basically akin to a Florida man story, kind of, but it's a Michigan woman story. Uh, So this 54-year-old woman, name is Judy Boyer, she was arrested on Thursday of this week because Wednesday of this week she shot two men both in their 30s, and a 61-year-old woman, as well as, and wait, there's more, an 85-year-old man. What the hell? All four bodies, so they all died. They were all found on the same property. Um, Police haven't released any information on the victims other than their age as of the time of recording. Um, Nobody has released whether or not they were related to her or how she knew them. They haven't released a possible motive. However... Prior to her arrest, the cops chose a photo of her wearing Mickey Mouse pajamas, a gray t-shirt, having buzzed pink hair, and describing her as, quote, armed and dangerous. Whoa. (laughs) Picture that. But they found her. They've arrested her. And I'm hoping with time, I'll put a note down to double check it later in a few weeks. I want to find out why she did it. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, I'm picturing a, a recent movie where there's just a psychotic woman that just likes to do what she likes to do. Like, did they pick that picture because, like, we're all supposed to imagine her annihilating a bunch of people in Mickey Mouse pajamas? Or yeah, was that the exactly. only picture they had of her? Like, anyway, like she's not of sound mind. Look at the way she dresses. There's something obviously wrong with her. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, I saw that headline. I think I screen grabbed it and sent a picture to you. Like, I'm covering this one because her mugshot's rough. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, we'll find out why. Good deal. We we spent a lot of time on the news. Yeah, we did. That's okay. It was a nice conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So today we're covering Joanne Romaine, right? Yes, we are. Do you want me to dive in or do you want to talk Ghost Box real quick? Um... Ghost Box was lively. How was the more vibe? so than I thought? Uh-huh. And um, I, I will tease that there is something that was said that we have never heard before. Oh snap! To a particular question that we ask. Huh. Okay. I'm perplexed. So, I mean, that's a, that's hope that's suspenseful enough for you. <laughs> Okay, so I'll dive into her case. Um, she was just out of curiosity. On- have you ever checked behind the shower curtain when you went into the bathroom? Oh yeah, <laughs> just to make sure nobody. <laughs> Honestly, I leave that bowl open because I don't want to have to check behind it. <laughs> How about yourself? <laughs> no, I never have. Really? <laughs> nope, You're just fearless? Have. No, it just doesn't, doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if they're gonna get me, they're gonna get me. <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> The reason I ask because earlier this week, I think I think Jamie Lee Curtis was trying on her mother's dress from um, the movie Psycho with you know, Alfred Hitchcock and mm-hmm. uh, the bathroom scene. But uh, she had tried on her mother's dress. And so when I heard that, that I, 
I flashed this thing. Jeez, I wonder if people really check behind the curtain in the bathroom. <laughs> yes, they just leave the curtain open unless company's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer. Speaking of psycho, a fun fact, I don't remember where I learned this. Um, in that scene where she's in the shower, she's supposed to be nude, but they put moleskin over her. So she oh. was, so that way nothing would happen. You know, you couldn't see anything. It was completely friendly for, you know, movies. Yeah. I always found that to be interesting because I'm like, poor Janet Lee, Like, you know, that sucks. But no, they, they she took was care good. of her. She was way good. to go, Elle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Joanne Romain. This is an interesting case because I will start out by saying, according to her family and her friends, she had no enemies. Like, everybody loved this woman. She was caring. She was kind. She spent time on her friends and family. They were her life. She loved going to church. She was, uh, I almost said severely Catholic, so I apologize to all the Catholic people. She was very Catholic to the point where... It will come out later that everybody... Did you realize that you just cut out when you tried to say severely Catholic? Your microphone cut out? Oh, well, I guess Joanne remains like, do not say that. <laughs> <laughs> she was very Catholic um, to the point where her family's like, there's no way she committed suicide because of her religion. There's there's absolutely no way, among the other reasons. But she was 55, year old, 55 years old when she disappeared. Um, she, again, had no enemies. She was very social. She was very active within her church. She was extremely cautious, a very like considerate person. And when she disappeared, she had gone to an evening prayer service. And then her car was found in the church parking lot. And there were footprints and slide marks down an embankment into the river that she supposedly drowned in. And her family's like, uh, she's so cautious, she would not have taken a walk in the pitch black dark down an embankment, down an icy embankment to a river. A. B. She was in four-inch heeled boots. Never would have happened. Right? So their family's like already calling BS on this entire police story of, well, she just must have walked herself into the river. Um, she left her purse in the car. Her cell phone was missing. Her keys were not present in the vehicle when it was found. Um, the police saw the footprints in the snow walking down to the water. They took pictures of it. They realized that there was no actual evidence that she went into the water. There were just these footprints. Um, that the embankment was so steep and icy, it w- they would have been able to tell that she had made it into the river so already the police story of well she walked herself into the river and killed herself is questionable at best um they once they found out she was missing they went and and told her family she was at the 7 p.m prayer service that evening and then around 9 20 they had told the family hey we can't find your mom she had three children who were adult children at the time who lived with her and she was separated from her husband so We'll, we'll talk about him for a moment. The daughter, her one daughter was like, well, yeah, I named my dad as a suspect. They were separated. Mom was fed up with him. You know, it's entirely possible that he did something to her. But it came out later that he was cleared, that he wouldn't sit down for an interview, but he had nothing that implied that he did anything to her. Um, so... They were separated. The adult children lived with her. They went and notified the adult children, and they immediately began search and rescue operations. They were looking for her 
that night. They were like, where did she go? Can we find her? They spent three days searching for her body and an additional three days with a diving team, and they still didn't find this woman. At the time, the police department, they said that this is one of the most extensive searches we've done for a missing person, and yet she wasn't turning up. So where did Joanne Romaine go? Um, at the time, you know, she lived in this very wealthy, close-knit community. It was Gross Point, Michigan. Everybody knew everybody else. Nobody thought that she was suicidal. She wasn't on any medication. Nobody had mentioned that she was complaining about her personal life. You know, she wasn't depressed. She wasn't sad. She wasn't, for all intents and purposes, suicidal. Um, it did come out that she was, for lack of a better term, in fear for her life, though which is where this case gets kind of messy. She was feeling like somebody was following her. She was saying that perhaps her mail was being tampered with. She worked part-time at this boutique store and her coworkers were like, hey, like a month before she went missing, she's getting all these phone calls. She's walking away to answer these phone calls and she seems kind of shaken up. But nobody knew who was on the other end of the line or what was going on there. She was just all of a sudden very concerned with her safety. Well, would they not be, I'm just, you, you just, I didn't hear that before. And so mm -hmm. my first thought was, well, there would be a phone record if it was on a cell phone or even landline. There would be a phone record for a time. I mean, that, that seems to me like they would be able to trace at least that side of the story just and to see. The private investigator was hired by her family and they were saying that she was receiving phone calls from a particular number, but they didn't really elaborate on who was behind that number. Yeah. So she she was like, hey, my phone's even being tapped. I mean, she went that far into like, you know, I'm, I'm not depressed, but hey, I think that there's something going on. Um, it came out and they covered it kind of and they touched on it in this Unsolved Mysteries documentary that there was a family rift. So her daughters think that perhaps a cousin had something to do with it. Um, Joanne's mother had died. And Joanne's mother left like a $20 million, I think it was, was it $20 million? It was an insane amount of money to be split up between the five children. And who, what's that? And they were greedy. They, they were greedy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was not split up the right way. There were five children and, and there wasn't being, being split up properly. So People are so, people are so silly. <laughs> it was, Yeah. You're getting something for nothing, and you're pissed off because you're not getting more than what yeah, you think you deserve. You're getting of, something for nothing. I, I don't Be happy. It's a $20, 20 million estate, and they weren't splitting it up who was in charge of it. Um, there was a lawsuit between Joanne and her siblings about this money. I mean, it went that deep. Wow. Um, this was in 94, though, so it was prior to her death considerably, but there was still a beef enough that her Some one... Tension. Her one cousin was uninvited to the funeral. Like, you're not allowed to come. Oh, I thought you were saying he's uninvited to Thanksgiving. Oh. You're not coming anymore. <laughs> well, probably that too. I mean, he called her and her daughter was like, she was yelling at him. Why are you calling me? How did you get my number? You're not supposed to be in contact with me. I don't want to hear from you. So she had beef with her cousin, um, yeah. as assuming about this money. Um, her brother got into some bullshit because he owed a lot of money. He was I did not edit her right there. She edited it herself. <laughs> I'm just going to just for the record editing myself. Her brother um, became involved in a lot of troublesome activity and owed a lot of money to a lot of people. 
And the family was like, hey, maybe this was revenge on him for owing all this money. Maybe they went after his sister. And that's still a possibility, but they don't really hit it that hard in that particular Unsolved Mysteries episode. But it's definitely a thing. They threw it out there just to say it could be this too. Yeah, it it could be this. It could be revenge. It could be the cousin. Uh, Jim, this might have something to do with the mafia, and we really (laughs) don't want to talk about that. So just say, you know, something that nobody will know what the hell we're talking about. Right. People were very angry with him. Yeah, exactly. Um, And the cousin that the the daughter's like, hey, I think he might have done something to her. He's a police officer. So that tells you how far that went and you know actual investigation so she went missing that night she was never seen again her vehicle was left in the church parking lot however comma it was moved um somebody that left the service late was like one of the last people to leave was like i didn't see her car in the parking lot and then all of a sudden the car's there again when when let's take two steps back for a second Mm -hmm. (laughs) When you said, basically you said she vanished, she was gone. Mm -hmm. She was there and then she wasn't. Yeah. And in my mind, I pictured the thought of, you know, in the event of an, uh, in the event of a a laser that vaporizes you, Mm -hmm. but you're here, your substance, your matter, your, so it vaporizes you, then you're still there mm-hmm. just different yes <laughs> although we, we to our eye we see yeah you're no not long no longer there but in reality it, yeah you, you're still there you're just different right so i just thought it was funny when you said you know when you vanished and it's like, well, yeah you really don't vanish but. well you're still there you're just not <laughs> physically there anymore <laughs> So, yes, yeah, she, she vanished, was still technically here in spirit, but yes. was physically <laughs> gone. They didn't know what the heck happened to her. Her car had been moved. It wasn't there, then it showed back up. Um, I, I, I'd never heard of a ghost drive, so I... It, mm. I mean, they can open, like, cabinet doors, so it's entirely possible <laughs> that they could drive, I guess. If anybody that's listening has a ghost driving story, please submit it to engage at murderandghost.com. So <laughs> that's engage at murderandghost.com. <laughs> it's worth noting, and the friend that suggested this case to me also brought up kind of an interesting point. She had stopped prior to going to this prayer service and filled up her gas tank. She stopped and talked to the gas station attendant who pumped her gas. He said, she's in good spirits. She was fine. We had a conversation. She left. They never once mentioned in anything checking her gas tank level to find out how far away her car drove when it was missing. Right. And that would, if they actually had done that, it would have told how far away the car traveled if it had in fact traveled. Because... Her body was found 35 miles from where she was last seen. In the water? In the water. It was like kind of on this little isle, isle island sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It was found by this fisherman, and it would have had to have floated down a shipping channel down the river and ended up on this little island, near this little island. Sounds kind of fishy, no pun intended. Ha, ha, ha. 
Because, there, I mean, to have traveled that far, it w- I mean, if you look at the map, the shipping channel's not that wide. It would right. have taken a long time to have traveled there. She went missing, and she wasn't found until later, very decomposed, to the point where they couldn't determine when she Well, died. she was in the water all that time. It was freezing water, wasn't it? Yes. So decom- de- decomposition would have been way slowed down. You would think, yes. But they found her with algae on her. So they were like, she's been there a while. Hmm. Um, but th- basically, anyone who looked at the case at the time were like, hey, you know, she wouldn't have been dumped at that church location in the river. She probably was dumped somewhere in Detroit, which was she lived near Detroit. It was about midway between the church and where she was found. Yeah. Um, that would have made more sense if she were taken in her vehicle and dumped then. Because the stuff that she was wearing, her she was wearing all black her boots were black, her coat was black, and her coat was completely zipped up when she was found. And her family's like, she never wore her coat like that. Hmm. Um, her cell phone was in her pocket. Her keys were in her pocket. Wait, were her cell phone found? I don't think her cell phone was ever found. Pardon me. Her keys were in her pocket for sure. Um, her purse had a rip in it. They, they ended up telling you in this documentary that it looked like almost like she had been grabbed that she had this purse that she was brand new to her, fairly proud of it. Like she had held onto the purse, the purse ripped. It sounds like to the family that she was kidnapped, murdered, dumped, that the purse was placed inside the vehicle to make it seem like a suicide and the car was reparked. Is essentially the theory they're going with. That That sounds plausible. Her keys were found zipped in her coat pocket. All of her pockets and jacket were zipped up, but she was missing her rosary, which she would have had. So it it sounds to the family, they're saying something happened. She didn't kill herself. She was found in a place that she had no business being in, even if she'd floated down a river, and dressed in a way that zipped up like she never would have been, super decomposed. They couldn't figure out what happened to her. She had bruising on her upper left arm, which implied that because she wore her purse on her left arm, that perhaps someone had tried to grab her purse. Grabbed it. So, yeah, her that was what it was. Her rosary and cell phone were missing. And the family's like, look, both of those things she would have had in her coat pocket, no doubt. So that's kind of where this case sits. She was located. She was deceased. Nobody knows what happened to her. She was in fear of her life. She knew something hinky was going on. Um, but no one knows who killed her. The The prime suspects are... Who are the prime suspects? Uh, the daughter's like, you know, maybe it was somebody the brother did some dealing with, that Joanne's brother worked with, or maybe it's the cousin. I think his name was Tim, the police Tim, officer. Tim was the cousin. To, so we got the husband. The husband was David. Right. Tim Matute and, was the cousin. And then John was the uh, cousin. Yeah. John was the brother. The brother. Okay. And then Tim was the cousin. And, you know, I read later, and I basically went off the Unsolved Mysteries for this because that's directly from the family's mouth. But I read that she wasn't really fed up with her husband. It was that her husband left Joanne for her best friend, and so she divorced him. <laughs> but, hey, I, it was just sort of conjecture, I'm thinking. But right. They didn't They didn't touch on that, but I, I read kind of extensively about that. And, two that the car, the Lexus that she was driving was in her daughter's name. But they went to the daughter saying, where's your mother? Instead of saying, hey, this car was registered to you and found empty. I would say, I, I read that also. And it, it struck me odd at first 
But then later on, it came to me that, well, if her mother's purse was in the car, they would have looked for the ID in the purse and saw the True. mother's name. True. So that, that led me, well, okay, that, that's plausible then for them to show up at her house and say, hey, um, do you, have you seen your mother? Because we found her purse. It's, it seems like the family is so against suicide, they've hired multiple private investigators to prove the suicide theory wrong. So the truth lies somewhere in between suicide and murder, and no one's really sure exactly what happened. Yes, well, of course, that's, I can understand that one. <laughs> so what did the ghost box say? Like, did she say anything about it? Um, I, she did. And when I first, I was excited to do the story first because of the age of the story, like I said earlier. And I was thinking that I was not going to get the kind of responses that we had been getting. Mm-hmm. And I was quite wrong. Um, the first clip here I'll play for you. Um, I would ask, I would like to communicate with Joanne Romain. And it's something walks right on top of me and it's, it's almost, it's inaudible for me. I couldn't figure out what it was. Here it is. I would like to communicate with Joanne Romain. It almost sounds, it almost sounds like thank you, but I isolate it a little bit and it, Here's just one more time. I would like to communicate with Joanne Roman. Do you hear it talking over me? It sounds like speaking. It sounds like speaking? Like Tamika, speaking like I'm here. Here it is isolated. With 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 So I cut out everything else around it and that's that's what came out. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it's inaudible, but I put it out there to see if anybody else maybe can glean some information from it. Okay, cool. Here's the next one. Joanne Roman, will you communicate with me? Here, I isolated it. Communicate with me. Communicate with me. Communicate with me. Communicate with me. And it's yes right over me. That's exactly what it says. Next one. Joanne Romain, can you read my mind? A little? Um, I'll play it again. I, I hear something else. I'll let's uh, one more time. Okay, okay. Joanne Romain, can you read my mind? I hear Saguno, and I looked it up, and it's a, it's a name, uh, a person's name, could be a surname or, or a last name. Um, I could not find any other meeting other than people telling you what names mean, and it was just a bunch of anyhow. Oh, at least for my, I, I'm sorry for people who like Are you going to censor the word <laughs> I think you should just to make everybody guess what you were saying. <laughs> Hey, we can have a little contest. <laughs> For the person who guesses what that word is. <laughs> if you said it, I'll bleep yours out too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay, well, she, they definitely said something. So There was something there. And, and so he, here it is isolated. I still hear a little. Saguno. It's Saguno. S-U-G-U-N-O. Saguno. Let me Google it while you're 
Next one we got. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Joanne Romaine, where are you? <laughs> one more time at the very end of that. Joanne Romaine, where are you? She says stuck. Oh, crap. Here is, I, I isolated that. She's stuck. Okay. Joanne Romaine, do you like where you are? Help. <laughs> oh, wow. You heard that, didn't you? I did. Help. One more time. Joanne Romaine, do you like where you are? Help. She wants help. She doesn't sound like she's having a good time. Um, it's, it's, she, I, my sense was that she wants help solving her case. That was going to be my next question. Like, is this more like help solve this? She, if she's very Catholic, she's stuck right now. She wants help. I mean, purgatory is. Solve my mm. case. Uh. I don't know. I, I can't say that because I don't know what purgatory is, but that did cross my mind. Stuck help. Well, in a sense, I mean, I suppose that the entire spirit realm and the fact that they can communicate with us is some sort of purgatory, not necessarily a bad one. So, I I am of the belief that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And if people have their beliefs, then I welcome you to have your beliefs as long as you're not hurting somebody else or, right. or, or taking advantage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So have your belief. And if that's your belief, then my gosh, why, who am I to tell you no that your belief isn't? isn't isn't plausible or right. who am i who is anybody yeah we're floating on a freaking marble <laughs> if you look, your meat sack is floating on a marble in a galaxy in and i cry what the hell i mean <laughs> Wait, oh my gosh i cry over a folgers commercial excuse me <laughs> but yeah, if she really didn't commit suicide and everyone's saying she did then perhaps yeah. that is a cry for help here it is isolated that's uh, that's no question. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Joanne Romaine, are you alone? It's difficult to hear there until I isolate it. And what she responds was, sight. Are you alone? Sight. I hear ruin. One more time. It in the first beginning of it, and it takes a minute, and then all of a sudden, sight just clicks right in. Okay. Sight sounds like the static over top of it. Y- yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But the voice underneath is a different word. I cannot hear a voice underneath it. Oh, the voice underneath is like ruin. It sounds like ruin to me. But. I, I don't hear it. That's that's fascinating that you say that. Oh, I want to know what everyone thinks of this. That's Let's exactly what my next thought was. Oh, my gosh. Wait a second. If I'm hearing one thing, you're hearing something else. Who else is hearing what else? And is is that part of what Stack Our Clips mean? That should be our tagline, Stack Our Clips. We need t-shirts that say that. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Because that's a, it, that's a It comes up again tonight. Oh, God. Really? It does. <laughs> Okay. They're screaming at us now because that comes up almost every session. Mm-hmm. Here's the next one. Joanne Romaine, who do you miss? <laughs> what? <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, you, 
that is just beautiful. You, that is just. Did you understand it? No. Cheap stunt. Here it is again. Joanne Romaine, who do you miss? Shark. I hear some about shark. Cheap stunt. Oh, wow. Cheap stunt. Cheap stunt. I'm going to isolate it here, but when I wrote the question down, what I did was I went through and as I'm researching the case, I pick out things that, that stick out in my mind, so I copy and paste it onto a page, and then from that, I go and I build the questions that I'm going to ask during the okay. session. Okay. Um, and the whole time that I'm doing that, I'm, I'm, I'm picturing, picturing, I'm imagining, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, uh, painting a picture of what this case is about. Right. And... So when I got to this question, I had her daughter's name next to that. And I was curious as to if she was going to name one of her daughters. And the reply was cheap stunt. (laughs) What was that? Sorry, I dropped you. (laughs) We can edit. Thank you. being attacked <laughs> i'm not cutting it out now no please please cut it out i accidentally bumped you and i dropped you you're going outside to have <laughs> no to get some fresh air no i really wasn't <laughs> oh, okay so yes i had a, i had the her daughter's names there and i was looking to you know to see what the feeling was and the reply was cheap stunt Wow. So, do you think that she's judging you for even asking that question? Because that's kind of what not it sounds judging. like. Not judging. She, she, no, I think she understood. And she thinks my premise was she understands that I understood. Gotcha. And she doesn't have to answer it. You don't need to ask me these questions. I don't need these cheap stunts. I don't need these parlor tricks. Right. Look, let's communicate and get on with what we're here for. That makes perfect sense. And, and that's the feeling that I got from that response. Mm-hmm. Um, here it is, isolated. Hmm. I still hear shush, like a shush noise. But it's, I believe you. There's we, the shush in the front, and right after the shush, it's cheap stunt. Shh, cheap stunt. Huh. I mean, I like your explanation for it, though. Because that makes way more sense than something about a shark. I mean... Um, And then... And then... Oh, God. Yes. Then I had the brilliant idea... To put this clip forward and backward. Oh, my favorite. Okay, what did it say? Here we go. Not cheap stunt. Is that what it says backwards? So when I go play it backwards, the word not comes out. I heard the not. And then going forward, it's cheap stunt. Unless she just doesn't miss anybody. No, no, no. Not cheap stunt. She misses her daughters. Oh. Not cheap stunt. You were right. You you understood. Yes. Oh. Not cheap stunt. Okay. I mean, she had a son, too. So, yeah. I, I mean, she misses her family. Because everybody said her family was her life. Like, she yeah. lived for those children. It was... It was why I don't know why just the the clip the 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 audio wave um, just looked bizarre and so I said okay well let me just turn this around and see what happens if if I if I turn this around 
Now, is that how you determine? Because I've always wondered, how do you know which ones you're going to play backwards? Is it because it looks weird? It's a feeling. I don't know. I, I can't explain it. Huh. Sometimes I do it and there's nothing there, but sometimes I get a feeling that I need to turn this one around. Okay. It's not every clip either. I, I don't, it's, it's a random thing. It's, I need to turn this one around. And I was wondering, because some of them backwards, some of them not, and I was like, that takes an awfully long time to do it to all of them, so it must be, there must be something there. Yes, so. there's the, the, the way it looks, it's just different. Something about it is off, and so, and I think in my mind, my algorithm says, check that. Because, okay, in logic brain, how in the H can the word cheap stunt be reversed and you hear the word not? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't other make than, any sense. No, other than the fact that I... I they're in order to communicate they're stacking their audio to get out full sentences otherwise you're never going to get a full sentence to, to get out more information that is one of the feelings that i had is as an explanation as to okay what could be the cause of this is that, is that when you said that that stacking comes up again it, it's I, I picture it in my mind several ways. This is one of the ways to stack the clips. The other way is to stack the individual segmented clips to form a bigger sentence. And that comes out again later uh, in this episode where um, that happens. Okay. Where one clip doesn't make sense, but you two put two clips together and, and, and I have to laugh. Oh, I can't wait. Here's the next one. Joanne, I'm going to ask you questions about that night. Did she say fine? She said fight. Oh. Oh. So there is an inaudible word in the very beginning when I start to ask the question. Something comes through and I, and I can't make it out and uh -huh. I'm putting it on here so that I hope everybody else can hear it as well. Okay. I um, heard it. I just couldn't determine it. Exactly. And, and I cut it out and I and I isolated it and just it just did not could not resonate into a speech, a form of speech for me. But here it is one more time. Joanne, I'm going to ask you questions about that night. I, I went ahead and isolated them. Here they are, both of them isolated. Okay. So fight comes out loud and clear. Maybe I cut out the first one because there was just nothing there. It didn't make any sense. There's a word there, and there's there's syllables there that you can understand, but I can't quite figure out what she's saying. We got to refine this system. <laughs> we need a better a better way to isolate I it. I want to communicate openly. Well, Here's the next one. They interrupt so much, it's hard, but you can't fault them. There's so much chatter in here, too. There's so much that I'm thinking. There's so much in there that they're trying to say, and we're just not getting in it. And I also noticed in, in, when I was doing this session that um, I would wait and pause longer than I normally pause because I just had a feeling, just pause, just let it go longer. And then right when I'm getting ready to say the next thing because I felt that I've waited long enough, mm -hmm. she comes over right with, and I the feeling I got was the energy that I was exerting to speak, she rode that mm -hmm. and came out right on top of me. Funny, I was just talking about it with someone else. I was like, when, when you and I went to that cemetery that one time we got the D-bags clip, yeah. there was something about both of us being there. We got the most clear, honest, yeah. concise answers, so they definitely ride whatever energy it is. I think in the, the two of us together in, in our the way we think and the, the energy that we had 
could have been because that was some powerful stuff. The whole greetings thing? I mean, my God, what was yes. the, what's the coincidence? There's no, it, no, it was absolutely something. Welcome, greetings. Greetings, yeah, that, that greetings. blew like, my mind. And so there is something to be said about the energy for sure. And I, I, and I can't begin to tell you after my grueling days, I wake up at uh, 4.45 every morning gross to start your my children day are grown dude come on know, man you can sleep in a little <laughs> no that's what time i need to get up so i get up at 4 45 and i start my day and um anyhow I, I just can't wait to finish what i have to do so i can get to this to, to experience more of this the fact that you still have energy after waking up at 4 45 every morning energy enough for them to draw off of is pretty impressive because i'd be half dead myself doing this <laughs> if i didn't have to sleep i would not sleep so you're one of those people there i'm are one of those people from could... the day i was born that all from the time i can remember I wanted to be the first one up and the last one to go to bed. You have FOMO, some serious FOMO. <laughs> no, I want to experience what's going to happen next. I want to I want to be there. I want to witness it. I want to be part of it. Your poor I mother. Say, yes, I was there. Your poor mom. Like probably like, what the h? <laughs> Notice I'm censoring myself. Like probably like are you serious? It's like five o'clock, kid. Go back to sleep. <laughs> I'm glad to know that you finally are in a position where you can naturally wake up at that time. Oh, yeah. I mean, I used to do 72s all the time. And What? You didn't I, hallucinate? Um, no. After 72, it gets it gets pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. After 72, it's it's it gets trippy. Oh. It, your mind really starts to go, go wild on you. I kind of want to go 72 now just to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> after 24, I'm like, okay, let me see if I can do 48. Wow. Okay, I'm doing pretty good. So three days is your cutoff. Yeah, but that's when I smoked like a chimney too, and that nicotine must have been a little must put that some octane in my tank. My God, nicotine were, and coffee—that was it. You were running on pure substance. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, my the majority of my adulthood was nicotine and caffeine. Could, uh, don't don't call me out like that on this podcast. <laughs> As I hang here with one arm at the sliding glass doors. <laughs> Don't even bother cutting that out. Um, serious though, like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Diet Coke in hand. Um, what would happen if he ghost boxed after 72? Um, you would probably see I, God himself. I, I, I would think I would think that we would have an experience that would be something close to what Terrence would be able to describe like, in one of his me. books or his <laughs> lectures. I'm channeling Jesus. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, and, and, but you know the reality of that is is who's to say that that is not possible because you're in a totally different state your energy your your brain waves you're just you're not you're more you're not the same you're you're, you're vulnerable you're yeah. not as as you know you're more open speaking of terrence i have a picture of him in my cubicle so there we go we'll say that <laughs> i i would now i now want terrence. to do 72 just for that I would like to experience that someday, not anytime soon. I would anytime not soon. recommend it. Because really? Because it sounds kind of fun. It's You're like, no. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Don't. Don't? Okay, fine. Well, fine. wait until the kids are growing up and out of the house. And, oh, you know, yeah, no doubt. I, there's no way I can wake up at 5 o'clock. Make no, it a uh -oh. bucket list. <laughs> oh, that's definitely a bucket list. The whole Yeah, that's all a bucket list. My life is a big bucket list right now. <laughs> Here's the next one. 
And this is when uh, it comes up. And I'll tell you what I... At first I thought it says scared. Okay. But it doesn't. And I'll... Here you go. Joanne, do you remember what happened that night? Okay, there's three words and they're broken up in that clip. Okay. Um, and the first one I thought said scared. It actually says stack. Stop, okay. stack. Here it is broken up. Okay, okay. Stack, stop, stack. One more time. Yes, please, because you tune into a very higher frequency than I can hear. Really? Yes, because you... Because this is, this is very high-pitched. You hear the high-pitched stuff, and I don't. Wow. Maybe that is because... Honestly, we, we talked about it before, but seriously, I think it might be because I do have tinnitus. It must be because even earlier, I was like, I heard a distinct voice, and you're like, no, I heard what was in the static. Right. Yeah, and that's something that comes up in all of these. I'm like, well, are you, what did you hear? Because I didn't hear much, but you hear like full-on sentences, so... There's something That's to be said amazing. About it. I wonder if we I wonder if we reduce the pitch if it drowns out or eliminates or changes or fine tunes the We'll have to play the, with it. Oh heck yeah. That's so fascinating and I'm so glad we're doing this. We're we're, Here, we're wrapping our bonus content into this entire episode right now, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're giving you a free preview. It's, it's a freebie. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Number 20. We get into it deep here. Joanne Romaine, how old were you that night? What? Did you hear it? Excuse the burr out of me. She said 55. I thought she was going to I thought I heard that too. She said it. I heard five for sure. I thought I heard it. So you heard it somewhere in there. You heard five. I heard it too. And it was, I mean, these voices have been androgynous. And this was a distinctly female voice. And then I I only heard one five. I didn't hear 55. I just heard five once. Yes, me too. But I mean, it would make sense. She's 55. And then at the very end of the clip, the word ice comes across. And that's higher pitched. Okay. The word ice comes across. Here it is one more time. Joanne Romaine, how old were you that night? She said five. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm going to play it one more time because I just heard the same thing. I just heard it as five also. Mm-hmm. Joanne Romaine, how old were you that night? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd say that it's 55. I mean, I'm going to go with that because there's a definite five and she was 55, so... Here's the next one. Joanne, is it true that you committed suicide? Joanne, is it true that you- I'm going to stop that for a second. Uh, there was This was two questions. The first question I asked was about her suicide that you just heard. Mm-hmm. I played it through and I left it in there. There was no response. There was some chatter, but there was no, no response. And then I got to the next question and I included that in this one. So that's what you're hearing in this clip. Here we go. Joanne, is it true that you committed suicide? Joanne, were you murdered? What? So I, as soon as I asked Joanne, were you murdered? There was a response. 
there was a reply. And so I cut it out and let's see if you can glean something from here. Oh, that's like two, that's like two words. It's three words and it's fast. Here we go. Car was off. Can you play it again? You're going to want to jump through the screen and strangle me. It's okay. I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, but the, the Hodor guy, it kind of sounds like Hodor, but it's not. But it's like distinctly multiple syllables. I get car, as, as plain as you and I are talking right now, I hear car was off. I would like your ears. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way that we can filter it through a, a frequency so that you can hear what I hear. Maybe if I sit up 72 hours, I could hear it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no seriously well, what time is it right now so i've been up since five <laughs> but seriously i want to hear it and i hear words there's syllables there's letters there's sounds but i can't hear what you're hearing and it's killing me wow but then I, again, and, I wasn't and, there so i don't know did i mention this in the last episode when when i hear you say that i just don't hear what you hear i i if i reverse that instead of hearing what you hear I don't think what you see. Does that make sense? Yes, Terrence. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> <laughs> Five dried grams in silent darkness. No, but I'm kidding. Seriously, it does make perfect sense because I I don't think what you see. I, I'm I'm trying to be open to it. I'm like, well, let me just listen to the noise. But And that's something exactly. I've noticed with the feedback. It's like, well, I didn't hear that, but I heard this. And everybody has a different answer. And I, and I don't know if this, I, I hope this doesn't sound weird, but I actually had the revelation that, and I'm being dead serious, no pun intended, <laughs> that that people don't think like me. Right. I don't think like them. That's, that's I'm just like, oh my God, I, it never dawned on me. I always was running around, why, what the hell is wrong with everybody? What? <laughs> it's because we look at the same thing and we think, Two totally different things and we're nowhere near even close to what the other person thinks right and, and that never crossed my mind before yeah until no. until until it, it gave me it gave me reason to pause and, and and have more compassion because i i never really thought that before oh god hopefully you're not looking at me going how does she make it through life because <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is a full bonus content episode right here. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, though, I mean, I would say, and I'll, I'll be honest, a majority of the clips were like, I heard this, and I'm like, wait, I didn't hear that. Unless I really turned my brain off and just listened to it and just purely take it in and they go, well, maybe, yeah, I can see that. But, but some then there's of some of the times that comes through clear as day for both of us. When it called us D-bags, that was clear as day. Yes. So I, I think it's interesting. Sometimes it's kind of up for interpretation. Sometimes it's absolutely not. I mean, we've had multiple of those clips in, in this episode alone. Exactly. And there's going to be more to come. Oh, Here's okay, this cool. next one. Joanne, have we read the murderer's name? I, I'm trying to pose questions that are going to elicit a response that would point us in a direction that would help solve the crime. I like that. So this question was, this, I'm, I'm sure since this happened, this article, this story has been in the paper multiple times. Mm -hmm. 
and they've listed the names of the primary suspects in those pages. Mm-hmm. So I premised the question based upon we read this article in these names. Mm-hmm. Did we read the murderer's name? And listen to what she says at the end. Joanne, have we read the murderer's name? What'd she say to you? Sweet. Okay, I hear that. One more time. Joanne, have we read the murderer's name? You're on the right track. I like how they're just very casual. Yeah. Sweet. It's almost like you're getting hot. <laughs> they, they, they not only make fun of us regularly, like they roast the crap out of us, but then they're like, dude, sweet. <laughs> like, <laughs> Do you, can you imagine how cool it is to be? I, I'm picturing Hawkeye from MASH, that cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Walking around in the tent with his martini, just like, yeah, man, whatever. <laughs> that's That's, yes. Maybe we all get to That's that level feeling of coolness. Yeah. Sweet. So she said sweet. And okay. here's here's the next one. When we talked earlier about stacking the clips, so the first one was sweet. Here's the next one that needs to be stacked. Joanne, do you know who murdered you? What? One more time, and it's 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 the two of these together with these two questions is undoubtedly we're going to be able to move cases forward. Okay. Joanne, do you know who murdered you? Okay. What do you hear? She says spot. So sweet spot. Sweet spot. What's the sweet spot for her though? Joanne, have have we read the murderer's name? Joanne, do you know who murdered you? Sweet spot. So it's somewhere in there. We've read, yes, we've read the murderer's name, and she knows who murdered her. So it was a personal. She was not wrong in saying someone's tracking me, someone's following me. I'm in Correct. danger. That's that's the feeling that I'm getting. It wasn't Here's some the random next one. hit? Okay. Joanne, is the person that murdered you alive? Joanne? This is the one that I just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And as soon as I started to speak, the response came on top of my words. because she's taking your energy to say it. Exactly. And I'm gonna I, I isolate it so we don't have to listen to the whole long clip, but here it is again. Joanne, 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 What do you hear? So what I did there is because it was talking over me, I I tried each time you hear the four segment clip, I tried to cut out part of my voice so you just got more of that until my voice was gone and that response was only left there. And the response was live. So they're alive. The person is alive. And it does sound like live. One more time. Joanne, 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 So they're alive. Yes. Here we go. This here's she's answering another question directly. 
of the murderer, a man or a woman. Her response was front, man. Hmm. Was the murderer man or woman? The response was front. That came in a female voice, too. A very high-pitched female voice, front. Here's Here it is, I isolated it. So you're taking that to mean it was a man? Correct. Okay. Next one. Joanne, can you tell me the name of your murderer? I saved this clip because a, a bizarre reverb effect just overtook when I said the word name. Mm -hmm. And so at first I, I, it caught my attention. So I'm like, but then the more that I thought about it, the more I'm thinking it was intentional. When I hit the word name, mm -hmm. it was intentional. Here it is one more time. See if you can hear how name um, resonates differently. Joanne, can you tell me the name of your murderer? There's reverb. It just it it, it it plays out differently. In, at least in my ear, it plays out differently. I hear it. It almost sounds like say. One more time. Joanne, can you tell me the name of your murderer? It's like an echo chamber. The reverb. There's reverb in it. Like if you're in a studio, it's it's. There's mm -hmm. It was just uh, distinct, and, and and the feeling that I got was because it was on the just on the word name. Like there was an energy that came through the manipulate the the energy that was being collected by the microphone. Mm -hmm. Here's the next one. Joanne, did David remain kill you? What did that say to you? Seek out. Hmm, that's a really open-ended answer. Uh, it was here. It is isolated. It says seek out. Seek out. But this is falling in line with everything else from all these other cases. I'm not going to give you the name. You have to find it on your own. Um, like, I, I, I took that as a direct response. Really? Yes. You think that the husband, well, David was the husband, right? Yeah. You think the husband did it? I, I, from the responses that I'm hearing here, mm -hmm. that's what, yes. Like seek out David. Yes. Allegedly, I'll throw that in there for legal reasons. This yes. is a joke, but no, seriously. No. Seek out. It's the the information that came back from that question was seek out. Wow. Here it is isolated. That's unquestionable. And here's this next one. Joanne was the murderer connected to John Maddock. Sure is. This part was inaudible until I did a reverse. Okay. And then it came to this. Eric did it. Hmm. Okay. So from this to response, David, and when I asked, was John connected? Eric did it. So is Eric connected to John and David, or is Eric connected to David? 
How does Eric fit into the picture? Eric hasn't come up in anything yet. Not in a name. So that's what I'm saying. Where where at do we find Eric in this situation? Here it is one more time. Huh. Here's the next one. Joanne was the murderer of Tim Meadow. It comes so fast. I'll play the original one more time before I isolate it. Joanne was the murderer of Tim Meadow. 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 The response is said. Mm -hmm. I, I already told you. But here it is one more time. Now, funny. You can't when hear you, that in the original clip. No, you cannot. I did a reverse on it. Oh. And it comes out, X said, X said. Do you hear X said? I don't hear X, but I hear said. So the but X is, is high-pitched. In the forward, you can't hear it at all. No, you cannot. It's it's almost inaudible. It's it's. I, I got the said part, but then when I said, "Okay, let me do a reverse and see what happens," X said. Interesting. Here's the next one. Joanne, what would you like me to know? Give. That's what I heard too. Here you go. Well, that falls in line with her personality. She was constantly just so you know, giving. Uh -huh. That was, yes, that was the 38th clip. <laughs> My Lord. And there's two more still. <laughs> so you you did it. How long was the session? Um, it was no longer than the normal, about three to four minutes. That was it? Yeah. Wow. Well, okay, if she said give, it's kind of you could interpret it like I've given you the answers. I've given you the answers, and I want you to give the answers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Pass this along. Here is the next response that I, I didn't understand until after I gave it just a brief amount of thought, and then it, it made sense, made me smile. Joanne, will you communicate with me again? The response was doubt. <laughs> so like, no. It was, it was like, and the feeling that I got was, I doubt you'll need to talk to me again. Like I've given you everything. Yes. Interesting. Exactly. And here it is isolated. So I have to say that my expectations for this and my preconceived thoughts were way off base mm -hmm. um, because I was thinking that because the energy may not have been um, in on the other side for that long that the experience might not have been that strong because they just weren't aware. But right. I was totally wrong. This is the best response we've gotten on any of them so far. This is the most direct, and they always hedge it, and she hasn't. I'm wondering here. I just had a th I just had a thought. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if it's because um, the, of the time, the relativeness, closeness of the time uh, since she passed, that the energy hasn't had that ability to to disperse as wide, and so therefore, because there's got to be some mathematical formulation as to how fast the energy can disperse. Yes, and so that maybe the energy is in a closer range and so therefore is able to communicate better. So right. No, I could, I could definitely see that being a plausible answer for it. They're very direct. She's very pointed in these answers. 
And it, I, we've never got direct answers like that before. No, they're always like, figure it out yourself, basically. I can't help you. I'll, be have, to, I'll have to be honest. We are not saying that this is definitively what happened. Um, we're just reporting on our experience with the ghost box and reaching to the other side and finding out possible answers could be for what happened to Joanne. Quite frankly, a lot of this is like, truly, it's conjecture because we're taking words, phrases, and, and saying this is perhaps what it means, but... That this is probably the best they're gonna get for now, as far as a, here's a microphone talk, you know. Like I, I, f- I felt this energy was positive and fun, yeah, and um, wanted to have the case solved, wants it solved. Well, it sounds like, I mean, from everything you've said and what you felt and how it sounds, it, it very much falls in line with her personality of just very loving, kind, attentive, yeah. Yes. There wasn't anything snarky or, or really mean in this. It was very no. generous. And there were lots of positive answers. There was just like, this answers just kept coming and coming and coming. I had not had answers like this before. The fact that you got forty clips out of a four minute ghost box session is pretty impressive. I I <laughs> I didn't realize it was gonna be that I honestly didn't think it was gonna be that good. Yeah. When I was recording it, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be terrible. I'm not going to get anything. I'm not hearing anything. Truly, like every episode, you're like, this is the best one yet, but this one is the best one yet. I'm wondering if it's because the the positive energy and going into it is getting better and stronger and the more you feel more like in we tune. Can, yeah, I'd say more in tune. The more you feel like you're in tune with it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only, and granted, we got some stellar answers when we were hanging out together, but it's just you oh, yes. and your energy. So, yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. I'm wondering I, I, when the audio, when the audience base starts to grow, and uh, we communicate, and maybe we get together in a live session, and if everybody focusing on they would the set of questions beatbox the answers and then mic drop <laughs> afterward. I mean, my goodness. <laughs> Have you ever watched the movie CBGB? No. Oh my goodness. I watched it last night. Uh-huh. It's it's about the um the punk scene mm-hmm. and how it all began and the one club that started all down in the barry in New York uh-huh. and this it just it was a wonderful story. Oh, I where's it streaming cuz uh, I think it was on Netflix. Okay, I'll check it out. I will definitely yeah, check it, was, it out. It was it, and the music was just great talking heads, Blondie. Oh, cool. Uh, Iggy Pop, the yeah, the uh, Dead Boys. It was it was it was very entertaining, and I enjoyed it. And I didn't realize it had come out. It was Alan Rickman's in it. Oh wow! And so, yeah, it was came out in 2013. No idea. Oh my gosh! Okay, that's added to my and, list now. Oh yeah, added. It was great. When I'm not researching true crime, I will go up based on your recommendations and watch some things that are normal people things. Like <laughs> that sounds actually really good. Could you imagine if we got listeners together and actually did a live ghost box? Oh, I think we're going. It's going to happen. It would be just like the shouting. Reason the, the reason that I brought up the episode that the, the CBGB because mm-hmm. it, it it gave me. He started with nothing. He started with an idea, and he just had an idea and he wanted to do it. And he set out to do something, and something totally different happened. We set out to go dumpster diving, and next thing you know, we're ghost boxing. I'm essing my pants in a cemetery, <laughs> and here we are months later on a podcast with people that actually take time out of their precious lives to listen to. We've added France to our listener base. This I am week. so impressed. Look at the way to yeah. go, France. 
You need to email us at engage at murderghost.com so we can give you a shout out. <laughs> so the, the reason that it, they just, he just did it. And these bands that came up there, they, 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 they're doing something that they enjoyed to do. And he gave them a stage literally to do it. And because he wanted new music. Mm-hmm. And so these people, the unheard of ones came in and they were turned out to be now uh, people that were inducted into the hall of fame the rock and roll hall of fame so it was just a great story that is so cool i'm gonna watch this now and so it just it, it, not that we're gonna get inducted to the um podcasting hall of fame <laughs> the ghost box <laughs> hall of fame but but when you say yeah can we get together with a bunch of listeners for a live uh, ghost you know, box session but that, absolutely we can the fact that we're here doing this now it just that's inevitably going to happen. The fact that X amount of people actually regularly listen to this says a lot. I mean, we're not that far off base. If there's people that are going, hey, let me listen to the new episode, it, there must be something to it that's not just a lone wolf kind of idea. So Exactly. Yeah. It is an untapped, my, an uncharted <laughs> territory. Like, I don't even know. I don't remember the moment where like, let's record this and talk about it. But damn, if we excuse me, if we didn't do it, and <laughs> here we are. And I mean, these cases I, we're picking are they're they're fruitful. I had somebody ask actually ask me, you can ghost box from anywhere. You don't have to be in the cemetery. <laughs> well, yeah. And I was like, no, no, you don't have to be in the cemetery. <laughs> But it's cool to be in the cemetery because oh, it, it adds to the ambiance. Oh my gosh! It just exactly. scares the pants off you when you're hearing them like be like, "Come back and sit down in the woods with me." It's like what? <laughs> it's <laughs> dark down there. No, thank you, Mister. <laughs> it's a little less intimidating from your office, but it's still the same vibe. It's still the same voice. What would Mister Rogers say, "Thanks for the friendly invite down to your seat, but you know it's kind of dark and getting late, and I'm gonna have to get up early in the morning, so." I'm going to take a rain check, but I'll be back tomorrow. You know, friends can meet anywhere. <laughs> like a Why don't you come to my house? No, no, no. no. I say, never mind that. <laughs> oh, this is definitely a, this is a teaser for bonus Hey, wait a minute. Up. We're like, we're like nine or ten episodes in and we haven't mentioned Bob Ross yet. What? <laughs> Dude, Peapod. Peapod, Peapod, his little squirrel. Yes. <laughs> Our happy ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast was a happy accident. <laughs> and we just went with it. And it, and look what a beautiful thing it turned into. You know, damn it. I st- Excuse me. I still haven't gone dumpster diving, but I'd much rather do this. <laughs> hey, maybe this is our dumpster dive. Should we go dumpster diving and ghost boxing? <laughs> At the same <laughs> ghost box from the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag ghost box. Maybe dumpster. the metal container will act like a big antenna. <laughs> I hope this makes the cut. Maybe for that's what's drawing us to there. Think about that. It's With, like it's like a, it's like a it's like a it's like a satellite, and it wants us there, and it keeps calling us. Hey, come to the dumpster. Come make, to the dumpster. Speaking of bucket list, maybe I can cross something off my bucket list, which is to find a dead body. The, God, this is full circle. You need to come visit so we can ghost box dumpster dive and find a dead body, and record an episode of the podcast. <laughs> I have to say, I've never had that thought before. <laughs> well, here we are. Just like this podcast, it is a happy accident. We now need to make it happen. 
<laughs> you put it out to the universe and the universe will make it happen now. CBS, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. <laughs> Discount candy. <laughs> <laughs> With that, folks, thank you for joining us on another exciting episode of Murder and Ghosts. Let's roll some credits. So just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You can find past and upcoming episode information at murderandghosts.com.